also spitting game on an airplane is so funny. Yeah. And I found out well, like when I was in my single days, I found the perfect. And if you guys are single, take this. If she's like next to me, mm. or even if she's not in the middle seat, she's on the aisle seat. I would write in my notes app, like, "Hey, how are you?" And I would the person would, excuse me, and I just pass her the and she'd be like, well, "Okay, here, this is for you, this is for you." And then she take and read it, and then be like oh, she's like giggle whatever, <laughs> and then and then she writes back, hands it back to me, and then you have this conversation that's like this weird in person texting. Yeah, it's so like it's passing like, notes in sixth grade. <laughs> Son, you hit it on the head. Dude. <laughs> you know what me? I would hand it over, and she would just clock, lock it and hand it back. <laughs> just like throw it down the head. <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're you're Jewish, right? Like by blood. I was, a, I, was a, I, was a, I was a I was a lot of people's first Jew when I moved down. If we yeah, if we can if you want to talk to Andrew, try to lock to San Antonio. If it's like if the communication's being weird, because yeah. I I know you guys were talking about it, right? Yeah, I sent him the offer too, and I never got a word back from him. The fuck. <laughs> You, you think I'll fire WME right on this goddamn podcast, dude? <laughs> hey! <laughs> you need a new agent? I'll, I'll wreck you. <laughs> Are you Christian, bro? Because it really matters to me. <laughs> it really matters to me. Um, ready? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jimmy Clifford Show. I'm your host, Jimmy Clifford, here with my co-host. Greg DePaul. Our producer. JJ. And our illustrious guest. Michael Blaustein. What's up? What's up, Michael? Thanks How for coming, man. Oh, man, thanks for having me, dude. This is so sick, dude. This yeah, I really so appreciate sick. it. Um, so you're going to be uh, doing shows tonight, this whole weekend in Austin. Yeah, yeah this whole week. When is this coming out? Uh, probably, no probably after your show is probably. Yeah. All right, so then fuck all that. So cut that. Don't actually don't cut it because that just yeah, yeah, just leave it in. You guys leave missed it. the shows. That's yeah, it's over, dude. The shows are so fucking fun. Dude. Yeah, you missed a great time. Yeah, dude, I got blown by the bear on the stage. It was really fun. Man. There you go. You now, fucked up. Did you did you do your first show last night? I did a little yeah, a little warm up show last night. Okay, how'd that go? It was fun, dude. Yeah. It was fun. I never obviously never been to the to the spot before. Uh, very intimate. Smells a little. Shitty, but yeah. that's like where was this? <laughs> yeah. This is the, the creek. creek? Oh, yeah, the creek. Yeah, yeah. But shit, but shitty in like a good way. Like, oh, like you want a comedy way. club to smell like? For real, yeah. dude. Yeah. So, some of these clubs that are are fun, they like they're too new. There's like mm -hmm. they have like crab legs on the menu. It's like, what the fuck's <laughs> happening? Yeah. Dude, have you been to the Houston Improv? Yes. It looks like a theater. It, uh, no, like it, but Sonny, it like it is. I did it like a year ago. It's like it's ma it seems like four fifty or something. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah the and it, there's like there's nice curtains and everything. Yeah. It just but there, there is a nicety to that. Mm -hmm. There is a. It's just a different feel. Like yeah. at certain clubs, you can be like, oh, I'm fucking Lenny Bruce. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And the other clubs, you're like, oh, I have to like wear a, a tux, and you feel yeah. like you need like, ha, oh, like it feels present. like a job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a job. 100. percent at the creek, it feels like a hang kind of when you're doing the creek. Feels like I can just put a notebook down and yeah, just yeah. ramble just about how much around. I hate Cheez Its and it's not funny and no one cares. Yeah, you but know? here's my question because you do great at crowd work. Yeah. Is it weird doing crowd work in a room like the Houston Improv where it feels so fancy versus oh. doing it in like fucking dingy comedy club? It definitely has a different feel, but I think this sounds fucking high level or whatever. <laughs> or like, you know, humans are the same, right? So yeah. it's like, yeah. it, I understand like. The energy coming from someone in like a beer-soaked room is gonna be different than someone coming if you're like in a nice like theater. Yeah. But bro, if you like break if you break that down in three seconds, they're all like they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. 
people. I mean, you might like that's why I was talking to to the I don't even know if he's your producer earlier or whatever, but he he runs some shows in San Antonio and he was talking to me about like, do we want to have a bigger venue or a smaller venue? And I always want a smaller venue because it just feels I just feel super connected to everyone. It's intimate. Yeah. It's intimate, right? So there is a difference. If like you do crowd work in a room at 150, there is a different energy. It's like everybody, you can make an audience become one like real fast. Yeah. But if you're in a 400 people, 1,000 seat or whatever, it's still fun. Yeah. But it is, it feels like I'm just yelling into lights. It feels like it's a performance mm-hmm. oh, where yeah, it's yeah. like 150. I'm like. It's like a conversation. 100%. It's yeah. like, and you're like, oh, we're all, we're all doing a thing. Like it's yeah. all us in a, in the show. That's why I fuck with crowd work so Have much. Have you ever done like a little like black box theater? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Though, and when they're all crammed together. Dude, those are the best. I just did this room. Uh, It's a really small room in LA. It's called like the, I literally think it's a corny ass time. I think it's like the, I think it's like the Hollywood comedy. I swear to God, I think it's like called that. That sounds like a thing. Yeah. I swear to God, it's like called that. But I shit you not to, it seats like 40 people. Like at the most. And I never did it before. And someone booked me and I was like, yeah, sick. I'll I'll work on stuff that's not funny yet. And I went there and I I was like, this is fun. Like, I love it. Like, I love, I mean, that's what I started. I started in like rooms that were like 30 people. Yeah. So to like go from that to like doing like a thousand seats, it's cool and it's a, Optically, it's awesome, but it's it's always more fun. Yeah. Like if I if I had to choose, I always choose to make. Literally, this sounds fucking dumb, but I would literally choose to make less money and have it, like that experience versus making more money yeah. and having like a show where I'm just yelling into lights. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, plus when you're doing crowd work and it's a smaller room and you're talking to the guy in the front row, the person in the back can still see the guy in the front row. Yeah. Versus if you're in a 450 seat room, I don't know what the fuck this guy's wearing. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, 100%. I think it's just, it's easier, and I'm just going to repeat myself here. It's just easier to make 150 people become one audience as opposed to doing 450, 500,000 seats where, like, I can't energy-wise control the people in the balcony. Yeah. I can't. They, they they choose whether to listen to me or, or lean over to yeah, their yeah. girlfriend and be like, do you have a tampon? I'm bleeding on the seat. <laughs> but if you have 150, I can see you talking. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so call like, you out. Exactly. That makes fun of what you're wearing. 100%. Like, I, li- I literally can see you. So, I always call, like, everybody's at the same show. Mm-hmm. But if it's a massive room, everybody can have a different show because you can eject from the show anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Because you're, like, under, like, this veil of darkness and I can't see you and I can really can't control you from the back. So, it's, like, choose your own adventure type thing. But 150, 100 people, like... This is my adventure. That's so fucking buckle up because I can see you. If you're talking on your phone, I'm going to yell at you. So everyone's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that's one of the problems that I think with comedy festivals is like, you know, they'll have these rooms where people are just leaving halfway through the yeah. show. And then it fucks up creating that like yep. same synch- synchronicity or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's back to like the Choose Your Own Adventure show, right? If you're like at a whoever show and in 40 minutes you're like, oh, I want to go check out this other comic, which is awesome. The, the concept of... The comedy festival is really, really sick. Yeah. It's like yeah. you get to go to 80 shows and blah, 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 right? But if you have it in the back of your mind, you're not going to buckle in for the show. No. It's like for a sure. whole – it's a fucking experience. Like that works better with music where you go listen 100%. to a song and then go listen to another song. 100%. But like you're an act is a whole 100%. show. Yes. It's like leaving halfway through a Broadway show. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not comparing a comedy to fucking <laughs> cast, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not going to get – like have you guys ever seen a, a Broadway show? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like – 
it's like going to see Book of Mormon and like literally leaving halfway through. You're like, yeah. you didn't do it. Yeah. Like, well, you luckily didn't they do like it. have an intermission, so it's really easy to leave halfway through. A <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, intermissions. They, I was in Australia and they do intermissions in Australia. They do it in London too, and I thought it was gonna be horrible. Yeah. I was like, these motherfuckers are gonna disengage from the show. They're gonna be having a gin and tonics. They're gonna get more drunk. Blah blah blah. But it helps the show tremendously, dude. Yeah. Because they're like, cool. I have an hour of comedy. And then I get to go to the bathroom, I get to mm -hmm. get a drink, I get to get food, and then I come back. So there is no, like, when is this going to be over? I got to pee so bad, and they're not paying attention. They know it's only an hour. Yeah. It's an hour, and then they go. So we should adopt it, dude. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm a comedy fan. Even when I go to, like, a longer comedy show, towards the end, I'm like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm yeah. Trying, I'm trying to get out. Especially for <laughs> showcases. If it's a showcase, you, do, you should have a break. Yeah. yeah. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. But showcases, for some reason, I think, if you don't like the person if you as an audience member if you don't like the person you're like all right this bitch is gonna be done in 10 minutes it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. but like you're like watching a headliner doing an hour this is an hour like this yeah. is not, this is if i don't like you it's this is this sucks yeah, yeah. yeah. totally now you mentioned uh like england and australia and all have you done yeah. much international comedy um i've only done uh i've done like a spot in london okay. like i was shooting something else and i did Do you like remember where literally it was, dude. I don't. The it Bill Murray. There's a club. There's Shut a club. the fuck dude, up, dude. I swear to God, there's a club <laughs> oh, yeah, called yeah, the Bill Murray in London. No, there's not. I, I've been there. Like a comedy club. A comedy club. <laughs> the Bill Murray. That's what it's called. Listen, man. I, if they book me, great. It's a great place. <laughs> but like, what? Yeah, dude. I, you know what's funny is, I the more I think about this, I hate it. Like, so I look well, at the Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. It's real. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Because my initial reaction to it, I want to make fun of it and I hate it. Yeah. And then I think about it and I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. But yeah, so I don't remember in London, dude. It was this like dingy bar and it was like maybe 100 seats. It wasn't anything. But it was, you know, it was fun. But I was I was also really new in comedy. So I was just like, oh my God, these people aren't going to understand what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. have like. You know when you first start, you have like local shit, and you're like, "This is not gonna work." And fucking, they don't know about uh, Brooklyn. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all this stuff. Are you from New York? I'm not. A, I started stand up in New York. Okay, where are you from? I'm originally from like uh, Maryland. Like it's like okay. five ten minutes outside DMV. DC. Yeah, DMV. Cool, cool. How the um, fuck do you know about that? We are East Coast boys. Yeah, we're all from. Yeah. We're, Thank, we're from New York. He's from Jersey. Thank God, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm a Jersey boy. Like, Thank God. I don't and think that's why you guys saw Broadway. Okay, yeah. now, yeah. now yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Did you like starting in New York, or do you wish you did it somewhere else? No, no, right? I'm in LA. Yeah, yeah. New yeah, York so. is the best place to start. Uh, I, 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 I will fight anyone who says it's not. Okay. It is, <laughs> it is, insanely hard. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's the best place to start. I mean, like, there's so many like satellite scenes. I understand the benefit of starting a satellite scene. I definitely do. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's less comics, and so if you have like three clubs and two or three bars to do shows at, like you can get a hella stage time real fast, mm -hmm. and you can build faster. But I think the problem with that is like. You quickly, I think, become like the dude of the scene, mm -hmm. and then I think you can get trapped in that. I think you can be like, "Oh, I, I like to be the dude in the scene." Yeah, you go somewhere else. To encourage you to grow, of course. And then yeah. you're just like, you're just the funniest one. I think it's a little different now because we have access to so much stand-up, like fucking Netflix and shit. Like, yeah, you like, can you can watch great comedy, so you know what great comedy is. Like comedians coming up in the '90s couldn't watch as much comedy Correct. as us coming up. Now. Correct. Yeah. I mean, they, they can listen to albums and shit, but it's different. Not the same. It's not the yeah. same. So so I do think we could watch crowd work clips. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I think it's definitely different. But I do think that like bigger scenes just I think house more just more talented people. 
So it's easier, I think, to find like a group. I tell all young comics, man, I think that is the number one thing that you should try to strive to find. Find your squad. D yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you got to find other people because these dudes are trash. But I don't even have an idea about this show. <laughs> yeah, but th here's my one problem is I yeah. love New York, and I think New York <laughs> is the best comedy scene in the world. Like, bar none in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But there are 4,000 active stand-up comedians in New York. Correct. For the first three years that I did comedy, I would yeah. just go to Mike's every day, mm -hmm. eat a dick, mm -hmm. and no one would ever talk to you because right. there's so many comedians that right. like people think, oh, I'm not like gonna even bother getting a relationship with this dude because he might just quit in two weeks anyway. So what's right. the fucking point? Right. And I think when you're <laughs> first starting, it's nice to be like, oh, you know, you fucking walk into the club and you know all your boys and like you're yeah. gonna do a set and you're gonna bop over here and then mm -hmm. it's kind of like more of a community feel. Yes, I think I think both things can be beneficial. I think if you start in a scene where we were talking about right, where you have a group pretty quickly and there's comfort to that, yeah, which you can look at as a positive, but you can also look at it as a negative. You can get trapped, like you said, yeah. for well, sure. Trapped, but also you can you can grow I under like the through a lens of like comfort. Mm -hmm. Where in like New York or LA, you grow, but it's you, you grow in a fucking zoo. Yeah. And I think you get funnier because you're like, I need to. Like, this is not <laughs> yeah. like, I'm living on a fucking subway train. <laughs> yeah. Like, I gotta get funnier because <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, do yeah. this anymore. And you still, dude, you can fucking start comedy anywhere and be funny anywhere. But I think if you do start with like, oh man, I'm walking with all my boys, <clears throat> and, you know, there there's comfort in that. And I think. If you're the wrong type of person, it can be a detriment yeah. to grow in comfort. Yeah, if that totally. if that makes any sense. For sure. But I will say, man, like I lucked out with like the the New York scene when I started because like there was there was like barking, um, which is obviously horrendous. But there <laughs> is there's a path you can bark for stage time. Mm. You can try to find like a like a random bar in like West Village and try to like start shows there because you don't need like in L.A. or any other like kind of major market. Maybe also might be a little different because there is foot traffic, but in New York, there's always foot traffic, right? So you don't need to like, mm -hmm. you don't need people to buy tickets. You need people to walk by. Yeah. You go, hey man, free comedy show, come down, blah, blah, blah. So if you have like a spot like that, then you get real people in there and then you can grow that way as well. And I think it's harder to do that in like not New York because you can't really bark anybody in. So the, I think the growth process is different because then you, you end up doing a bunch of mics yeah. and then you get like mic funny, which is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where you're just saying things that make comedians laugh, like yeah. open mic comedians, yeah. which yeah. is just like dead babies are crazy. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I, I, there's so many open mic comics who I literally think are so funny, like so <laughs> funny. But you, you got to sit down with yourself and be like, man, this is you're talking to actual human beings. Yeah. Like, we're not human beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the stuff that makes us laugh is fucking vile. Yeah. It's, it's not funny. It's brutal stuff. Yeah. Brutal is the, yeah. is the word. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. I mean, you know, there's certain comics, I guess, we probably can name like five or six who just like leaned into that and they just like made it mainstream because they're just so crass. Someone like a Doug Stanhope, but there's only one of those for like a million people trying to be Doug Stanhope. Yes, <laughs> but also like, but Doug Stanhope says wild shit. But he does it but in like such a skilled yeah, way. Yeah, it's like the difficulty of navigating those topics to like make them funny is like correct. And I think so that high. dude, and that's what a young comics. I think sometimes. But the amount of people try to make that shit funny correct, is dude. also so high. Correct, <laughs> correct. And it's like I think like the younger comics think try to take. 
They're like, oh, I want to be Bill Burr. And we're all, we've all done it. Yeah. Yeah. I still yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Where I'm like, I want to hold the mic stand and fucking talk about abortion. It's like, <laughs> all right, man. All right. But like, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like, you have to find like what, like how you're funny. And mm. I do, I, I still, to this day, I, you know, I watch Burr, I watch Louie, or I watch people like that. And I'm like, God, man, like they're, they're, they're moving the needle and they're pushing blah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, I want to be that guy. And, and like in a weird way, like I'll start like writing this stuff where like I I believe in it, but it's like that's not how that's not how people that's not how I'm funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and it's like that's like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I fucking yell at people and I I can do voices and I'm fucking silly and like I talk about wild shit, but it's through the lens of silliness. And if I ever like venture out from the silliness, which I've done a billion times, and I always have to reel myself back in and be like, yeah. dude. I know that you want to talk about suicide. I know that you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I truly do. But, like, you have two options. You either try to figure out how to do it in a Michael Blaustein silly way, or you know that there's going to be a fucking battle yeah. every time you start to do the yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have to choose. And it's like I bring up the suicide thing because I literally did it last night, and I think it's so fucking funny. But it's such a departure they're like, Whoa. like, yeah, it's yeah like, so many people don't think that's funny, like at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, yeah, and I do, and I'm doing like some silly shit that's just like, and it's hard too because you're trying to be too silly with suicide. Then everyone's like, oh, well, you're not taking suicide. Dog, a hundred percent, man. It's just, and it's just a fine line. The reason I'm bringing all this up is just about like Stanhope and so many young comics like, oh, I want to be Stanhope, and they just say rape a bunch, and you're yeah. like, yeah. dude, yeah. but. But he's doing it at such a fucking high level yeah. that, like, and Burr does it too, where he's talking he's about something each, wild. He's each time he says rape count. Like. Yeah. <laughs> or he's building such a such a logic case mm -hmm. that yeah. I might not agree with you, but it's so funny because the logic is so sound. You and know, like Patrice O'Neill. Oh like, my god, dude, that's that's his whole brand of comedy yeah. right there. Is I don't agree with anything he's saying, but mm. the way he's presenting it is like a lawyer, dude. It's yeah. So on point yeah and you know there's so, so much skill and a bunch of, like a bunch of qualifiers along the way and you know you you yeah exactly what you said like you build a you build this weird case where the audience is like i fucking hate this idea yeah but like fuck dude maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. in an alternate universe like i might be on board with it he makes a point that's what it is yeah, yeah. i think subconsciously the audience is like fuck Right. <laughs> now, what do you think was the biggest growth in terms of your stand-up? Like, did making online content help that when you're doing, like, these things that are funny outside of stand-up? Are you saying, like, growth in terms of, like, ticket sales? Or no, growth, no, 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 no. Like, you as a stand-up. Like, as like, What makes you feel oh. like, I'm better than I was before, and this is the reason? I think um, this is so fucking corny to say, but it's so true. It's like when you finally really just lean into how you're funny and not like, oh, I would like to be Patrice or, oh, I'd like yeah. to be Louie. It's like, how f how are you funny at recess? How are you funny at like the lunch table? At the lunch table. That yeah. That's how you're funny. Because when you're doing that, it's just purest funny and you're just fucking around and people are laughing and then people are like, you should do comedy. Like, <laughs> that is how it needs to be a more like refined version of that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, how are you funny? And it's like, dog, I've never once been funny. When I'm like, man, suicide. <laughs> like, I can make it funny for sure, yeah. but it's like I've always been funny, you know, making fun of people and doing weird voices and just being like, just over the top, silly with an idea. Yeah. 
And once I really was like, I got comfortable with that. Because yeah. there's a part of me still right now that I'm like, ah, I'm fucking tap dancing, dude. I'm just fucking tap dancing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I, you know, I feel like a, like a, a guitar act when I'm yeah. like doing weird voices and, and act outs and shit like that. But that's how, that's how I'm funny. And once I got like comfortable being like, hey, man, like you, you can keep hitting your head against the wall mm -hmm. or you can just this sounds wild, but like it always felt like I had like a a bazooka in my Jansport, but I was like trying to use a super sock. I'm like, yeah. right guys, right guys. It's like, yeah. hey man, maybe you could just use the bazooka. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, well, dad, don't look just at that. Like, ah, Carlin used a super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Carlin, super funny. But Carlin, he used his bazooka. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's and the I, thing. I think, like, Carlin, like, he, he, like, talks about all this, like, political commentary and shit, but I think that was actually just shit that bothered him <laughs> outside yeah. of comedy. I don't think he was doing it for comedy. I think he's like... For sure, dog. And, like, yeah. you, you see that in Burr, too. You yeah. see it in all the Bill greats. Nicks, were, like, yeah. yeah. And they're, that they're, shit bothered them. Correct. I don't think about politics nope. that much. Nope, nope. And then you get caught in this thing where you watch that, you watch the greats and you go maybe i have an opinion about uh, ronald oh. reagan and you're like oh, bitch yeah, yeah. no i don't it's 2022 no, I don't. reagan's done yeah <laughs> that's that's another like a whole separate thing that's i find very annoying is you know everyone is like uh fucking protester for every single cause mm -hmm. it's like how can you feel that strongly about all of the causes yeah pick one yeah. like you know i'm like oh i feel strongly about stand up and this and so i'm gonna be able to talk and like you can't I'm going to be right, you know, whereas yeah. like if someone's like abortion or this or women's right, I'm like, yeah, dude, that's all on you. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so I can figure it out on your own. Yes. And I'm not the one that's going to fix anything. Word, <laughs> word. And the thing is, like, that might be that might be their bazooka, right? That might be like what how they're the most funny. Yeah. But I have never been the most, <clears throat> excuse me, the most funny when I'm talking about that kind of stuff. So once I to answer your question, it's a very long window way to answer your question. But like, that's when I things started really <clears throat> moving for me when I was like, man, let me just use my bazooka, which is just yeah. me being purely silly. Yeah. And then it went from like, it went from like people, the audience after shows being like, Hey man, good show to having audience members be like, yo, <laughs> you're the dude, you're the next yeah. dude. Like there's such a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just me, tr me just being like, dog, how am I, I funny and be comfortable with that. I'm like, like I started with like Akash and, and Schultz and all them. Like I was like a few years behind them, but like I, I was like in the, you know, in like their group or whatever when we all started. And Akash would say this to me all the fucking time. He'd be like, Doug, stop playing to the back of the room. Cause I was just like, I'd be having these ideas. And I'm like, what, what do you, I fucking, I got thoughts. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> dude, all right, man, but this shit is average with thoughts. Yeah. Like, you. Everyone's got thoughts. Every, dude, do a fucking voice. Okay, this is another thing I wanted to talk about, man. Stiff yeah. Socks podcast. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> I have a whole Good story one, about it. I have a whole story. So, I'm listening, you know, I'm trying to get ready for the interview and like uh, learn who Michael is. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm driving Uber. I'm going to turn on like five or six of the episodes. This is I'm gonna not, listen. This is not going to end good. Go ahead. Dude, this old lady gets in like okay. maybe mid 60s. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, hey, do you mind if I turn on a podcast? And she's sure. Like, <laughs> she, goes, she goes, 
yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> so I turn on the podcast, and then Michael's like, yeah, dude. So then my girl just starts putting this vibrating dildo <laughs> on my asshole. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's too late now. She's going to listen to the you whole fucking thing. You just did it? You just leaned into it? I just did it, dude. I just did I That's left what's it up. And she just got wet in the back. Yeah. <laughs> she was slipping and sliding yeah. over the whole leather seats. Yeah. Man. You're like, do you need a water? She's like, I already got mine. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. But made me laugh. That's so funny, man. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of, we get a lot of like uh, DMs about that shit where it's like, just a lot of like, I'm a teacher and I was like eating my lunch. And you know, sometimes the, the, the AirPods kind of like switch back to your phone. Yeah. If your AirPod like connection, the Bluetooth yeah, thing is yeah, kind of yeah. fucked. But yeah, they'll be like, oh, I, it, it like s- the, the connection got weird. And then I started, it was on speakerphone in front of like six other teachers and shit. Like, <laughs> so many stories about that. Um, but yeah, if you catch it in the right moment, it's fine. But like most, I mean, dude, it's called stiff socks. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, so fucking funny. And when you started the podcast with Trevor, what was like the goal for it? Like in terms of, did you guys just want to be silly together for an hour every week? You know what's weird, man, is I think like, the best they started doing politics <laughs> yeah yeah we're like uh, we're not using our bazookas <laughs> um i think man like it was this weird kind of like perfect storm thing where and i think most successful shows are where it's just like there is no agenda there is no like man I'm gonna, we're gonna do this podcast and this is gonna be really popular and i'm gonna be able to sell ticket it's like man let's just have fun yeah like, literally, our whole, like, mantra is, like, what happened to fun? Yeah. Like, yeah. motherfuckers are yelling all of the time. True. Like, what happened with, like, giggling? You know what I mean? What, just Make get, America giggle again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Make a fucking hat. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was our – and we didn't even start with a mantra, man. It was just, like, him and I, like, had great chemistry just off top, and we would talk for, like – fucking hours outside of comedy clubs just fucking around just making each other die laughing and we're like let's just do that yeah Yeah. fuck a guest let's just do that and it started with like the the original pitch was like we'll go do a thing like go to uh, the zoo or whatever the fuck vlog that and then go back into the studio and talk about what we did sure and i was like that's great it's double content you get vlog content and you also get the podcast and we did like six of those or something the first six episodes there were there's like activities and we found through the six ones that like the beginning like 45 minutes of us just fucking around just being like man i went to ace hot was just like talking yeah we were like no that that's what the fans are responding to no one was like yeah, but like when you went to the the San Diego Zoo, like you guys, you saw the hippopotamuses. That must have been weird. Everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." When did you come? Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? But yeah, so we like kind of found that like we had the most fun doing that, and then once we like started talking about the activity, we're just like we like lost. It didn't matter. We didn't yeah. care. So then after six episodes, we literally just scrapped the activities. And we thought people were going to lose their minds. We got, like, three messages. <laughs> no one gave a fuck. And, and yeah, that's, like, the evolution of the show. And then it's literally just – we just sit down. We literally just we sit down, and we just talk. We go – Gabe is our producer. That's so Gabe, much easier Gabe, are we in? Activities. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No activities. For the most part, no guests. Like, it's just, like, we sit down, and we go, Gabe, are we in? And Gabe, the producer, goes, yep. And we just fucking – we just start fucking around. It's Riff City. It's yeah, just fucking awesome. around. And, like – and I think, like – 
it's all over the map. It's wild. It's like, you know, you venture into tons of sex stories and whatever the fuck, but it's just like, it's just pure fun. And if we ever venture off to like anything that's not fun, that doesn't, it just everyone can listen to this and everybody can have fun. Yeah. And we cut it. Like, yeah. dude, it's fucking cut it. Um, I keep answering your questions like a fucking politician, like four, <laughs> 14 well, minutes. Dude, good. We would rather yeah. people talk. Do you know? How, I mean, you do know how uncomfortable it is when you get someone and you ask them a question and they're like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we've had that. And I'm like, dude, just, you're the fucking guest. You're supposed to talk. You know, yeah. we're here. People that listen to the show see us every single time. Right. We want you guys to fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, dude, we we luckily don't really have guests because we've found. I mean, we've had incredible guests that like really fit the tone of the show. Yeah. But every once in a while, we fuck up and we have guests that are really nice and funny and interesting people, but they just don't fit. They can't riff essentially. Yeah. It's not the vibe. No, it's not the vibe. So then it is very like. So man, when you first started, that must have been so fun, huh? And they're like, "Yep." I'm like, all right, man. I, what is happening? Yeah. But if we talk into like a PR agent or whatever, we're like, listen to the show, feel the riff, and if you feel like your client can for real, like, not even keep up. That sounds so fucking high and mighty. Yeah. But if they can have fun, yeah, then cool. But we just talked to one recent like PR person recently. And he was dumb honest. And it was so funny. He took him a big fan of the show. And he was like, he was like, these two clients would be great. And these two would be horrible. And I'm like, yeah, but I literally was like, dude, you're the best. Yeah. You're the best for like being like, nope, these clients are, no, yeah. absolutely not. So you're on the road a lot. How does that, do you like being on the road so much as a comic? I mean, I know that's the fucking job, but like it takes a lot out of you regardless. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the weird thing where like, Everything that you want as like a younger comic, you you get and you're like, wow, this is insane. This is yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. And you do it for a little bit and you go, this is why this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you 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 figure yeah. it out. Um, but it's just like everything else, right? You figure out the amount that you want to do that you're comfortable with and doesn't make you want to kill yourself. It, it it sucks when you do when you just like throw shit at the wall with everything and then mm-hmm. you figure out you do it long if you figure out what like you actually want to do and the best process that that you can still do your job and still be happy yeah. right so it's like there's some people like you know morell or like mark norman who can do the road like a motherfucker yeah and They're they constantly s- going and they seem to love it yeah. you know what i mean like morell seems crazy happy and he yeah. loves doing it and god bless him like there has to be comics out there that that want to do it 52 weeks a year there has to be me give me two weekends a month yeah i'm telling you do anything more than that it feels like uh, the point of diminishing returns. Comedy starts being meaningless to me. I don't give a fuck. I'll like get on a plane and I'm like, I don't even like. I'm I'm not even thinking of. Jo- I just like I don't want to do this. Yeah, you're just yeah. in like uh, robot automatic. Mode. Yeah, yeah, automatic or autopilot. And I the and moment flying is just so draining if you do it a bunch. Why is that? <laughs> is it like the yeah. pressure the cat? Yeah, like, I heard. <laughs> I heard it was this. It's actually like Please. it's like apparently so like you're sitting in the same position the whole time. Okay. So like all your muscles like are in the same position. So the muscles that are like keeping you in that position are just nonstop working for like oh. seven hours straight. And then when you get up from like a flight. Those muscles are just extremely tired, and you're just extremely tired. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's like why a so long car ride makes you tired, too. So do you think maybe—I'm I'm talking like you're Siri. Do you think, <laughs> yeah, like, maybe—yeah, do you think maybe, like, 
if you just got up like every 15 minutes and like walked around, you'd be like less tired or some shit? Yeah, I'd say like every hour and a half or so. <laughs> you don't know From any of medical standpoint, <laughs> yeah. A lot of confidence, man. There's smart if you had fucked it up, but you had a lot of That's confidence. That's a New York confidence, you know? There's nothing backing it. Yeah. He's going to be confident yeah, yeah. regardless. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so funny because you're like, dude, I'm sitting in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting in a chair. I'm they also sitting. treat you like shit, dude. Like, I have never been as angry at anything on earth as I was at American Airlines like <laughs> a yeah. month ago. Yep. Dude. I mean, yeah, dude. It is like, it is. There's so many balls in the air all the time when you're traveling. There's a billion things you have to worry about. A billion things have to go right for, the, for, yeah. for you to just be on schedule. And I think you're at such like a high anxiety level because you're like, I have to get on the plane. Because if I don't get on the plane, then I'm not going to get to the show. And then if I vote you, so you're like, you're constantly flipping out. So if yeah. anything, a little bit goes wrong, it's just you're you might a, miss your whole show. Yeah, but you're on a thousand. Like if one thing, dude, I was I was in uh, I was on a flight and I was on uh, I was in first class. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got upgraded. We're gonna get so there. I, I, I 100 got upgraded. He's, he's rooting for us. God, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this show sucks. Um, <laughs> um, but I was in first class. I was on the the second row, right? And the first row there was no one there. I'm tired of shit. So I I take my I put my legs in between the seats. Mm -hmm. You're okay? that guy. Oh, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah. In between the seats, right? And this woman. The, the stewardess is like, you got to put your feet down. And I have, I'll be the first to tell you that I have this, like, I have a weird thing about authority. Like, I'm a big, like, I'm a, I'm a big, like, rule follower. Love the laws. <laughs> Speed limits, I'm on there. If you give me an Ikea desk, I'm reading instructions. Yeah. <laughs> right. If I'm making, like, Lipton sides, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm like, one-fourth cup. One -fourth, like, That's I'll, what they're there for. I'm a big, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I fucking hate when people don't do that shit. It Are drives you, like, me out the frozen meals? You like, bitch. Like, I hate it. Yeah. Dude. It, my, my girl puts it in shit. Four minutes. Did, did, you, did read? you read it? Because it says 3.30. And no, no, if usually there's a thing where you have to take it out of the microwave yep. and lift up the thing did, all the way did you slit to it? get it properly cooked. And did you put it. the slits in? <laughs> yeah. You didn't. And now the shit's be overcooked. And I hate it. I'll figure it out. No, you won't. Because this is a hungry man. <laughs> you know they figured saying? it out. They are. Thank you, dude. They, they literally already did it. And then you, oh, you know better? I fucking hate it. Yeah, Anyways. you're a chef now. Yeah, oh god. You know better it. than the company that designed it. I just it, it's well, like, that's what happens when you get a woman making a hungry man. I mean, it doesn't work. <laughs> yes, yes. They're like, oh, I think I know. Oh, do you? Yeah, just man in the goddamn. Shocker, place. she's not reading the directions. <laughs> yes. So I'm a, so I forgot my train of thought. So I so I'm a I'm a rule following guy. But I will say, there's this weird thing I have with like respect and the way that I'm talked to. That if I if there's like one percent of someone of quote unquote authority talking down to me or talking to me like I'm their like kid, yeah, yeah, I fucking lose my mind. Like if I, if a guy at a bar is like, hey, what's up, big guy or uh, hey, champ? <laughs> it's like, how you doing, champ? I can I can take. I'm trying to give you a good example. No, it's I like can, it's like it's like I can respect that you have authority over me, but don't talk to me like you have authority over correct. me. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's like you can. All right. So for example, right. So I had my feet in between the thing. Right. We can all agree. It's probably not the coolest thing I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Right. But like in my head, there's no one up there. Yeah. Like no harm, no foul. I'm fucking tired. Let me. Let me just stretch the dogs out. I mean, <laughs> it's not affecting anybody, right? Yeah. If there was two people in front, that would be 
wild. <laughs> right? But there's no one there. So she comes up to me, and with, it, it, in my opinion, this is how she should have handled it. She should have walked up to me and said, uh, excuse me, sir. And I would take my headphones out. I would say, yes, ma'am. She goes, can you just can you just do me a favor? Would you mind just taking your, your feet down? Because, you know, your shoes are most likely dirty, and it's it, it might just dirty the seats up. For me. Sure. Ma'am, fucking yes. You're actually right. What I'm doing is wild. 100% <laughs> off my feet down. And I'll apologize. Yeah. But she walked up She walked up to me with such like disdain already. Yeah. I'm like, you haven't started talking to me yet. Yeah. Like, I'm a nice person. But she was like, sir, take your feet down. So then you're just Rick James. You're like, I, fuck yeah. your couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just the way that she said it. It like it killed me, yeah. and I was like, and I took my headphones off, I, and I, I had this thing where I, if someone tells me to do something, and I have headphones in, I always hear what they say, but I always take my headphones out, and I go, excuse me, repeat, it. <laughs> <laughs> repeat, because it. it gives them one, it gives them one second to adjust, yeah. to adjust what they said, you know, and I'm like, I'm Check like, your tone, yeah, yeah. yeah, one more try, and I go, excuse me, she goes. Can you get your feet down? Same energy. Same. Maybe worse. <laughs> worse. Because no, sir. Nothing. Wow. She was annoyed you took down? the headphone She out. was annoyed from jump. Was she hot? No. Oh, that's the biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest. Hot girls are allowed to talk to me like What's shit. the last time you've that's, seen a hot stewardess? Dude, they are real, they exist. bro. For they sure exist. they exist. It's Every far and few between, but they exist. I get like the 70s models. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, those, are, those are like the default, but you'll, but you'll run into yeah. It's because I'm not in first class yet. What are you <laughs> yeah, well, no, I it, I don't even the, the the class don't matter. It's to me, it's the uh, it's the the airline, right? If you get like a like a jet blue. Oh, see, I'm flying Spirit. <laughs> flying Delta. Well, I was gonna say, dude, the the bigger airlines, I think, because they have unions. Yeah. That they all have oh. like older stewardesses, right? Like yeah. the Americans, the Deltas, the what uh, United, right? Yeah. But I will say the the jet blues, and I know you just said Spirit. Yeah. But I found that Spirit. Because it's a younger airline, yeah, they do have more attractive stewardesses. It's weird. They usually have old ladies, but really young guys. Yeah, the guys are hot. <laughs> they're the guys oh, are they're hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah, the guys yeah. are fucking. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the guys yeah. are fucking jacked. Yeah. Oh, it's for like no Air. reason. That's so true. Yeah, dude, they're always like <laughs> young hot guys. You know, it's spirit, so they can't afford baggage <laughs> handlers too. So they're just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, loading yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, onto yeah, the back and everything. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, um, I think that people are hotter in the airport. Wait, like um, you ever see uh, someone weird take? that looks like yeah. you know around your age, she's hotter in the airport than she is at a bar. Um, I will I will agree, and I'm trying to figure out how much do you drink at the airport though. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. It's, but it's like you know, it's like if you're going to like a camp or you're going to how do I word this? It's like an event. It's right. an event where you're sort of this sounds wild, but like you're trapped a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like for like my buddy, my buddy went to my buddy went to to Harvard, right? And generally, the women at Harvard are gross, right? Yeah, generally. Sure. Yeah. But so if you have like the the hot ones, they're like so hot because you have these like they call it like Harvard glasses. Yeah. Where like <laughs> there's nothing there to desert. So if you mm. see like a gecko, you're like, that's the fucking best tasting gecko. <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably Same thing awful. with military, I imagine. I think it's like similar to that in the airport, but there's also this weird like um, 
and yell at me if I'm if you guys don't feel this at all. There's this weird like uh, I'll fucking kill you. There's this <laughs> I don't even. It's not like a. It, it's like a. This is so weird to say, but like like a post-apocalyptic Dude, like. Hundred percent. Thank you. Hundred percent. I, I thought all Bro. three of you guys were like, what the fuck? No, are no. Here's about? what happens. In the back of your mind, like you're like, like on flights and if something happens. The rest of the world dies. It's just us. Yep. How is this group of people going to become a society? Yep. And who am I going to pick? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. will I be able to beat fucking the guy sitting next to me to go for the hot girl? Yep. Probably not. So. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. But I, I feel that so much. Yeah. Thank you. God, I thought I was going to be alone. No, on no. It's this weird thing. And especially, um, do you guys have this? And everyone says no. But do you guys have this? Where, like, if you see an attractive lady uh, at the airport, right? Or at the, the, the gate that you're, that you're about to take the flight, right? I would say this is this is crazy. I would say maybe sixty percent of the time she's next to me. Oh <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is no. it didn't experience it? I don't Happens know what it is, dude. Maybe it's just like the universe loves me or something, but like Yeah, it's like the opposite for me. I look at them like, I, I'm like, I hope, I hope, I hope, and then it's just some giant three hundred pound guy walking down the aisle. Like, I hope yeah. not, but then it's him sitting right by yeah, me. Yeah, dude, six out of ten times where I look at like some girl, I'm like, Wow, she's really hot. Yeah, it's about six out of but ten times. But also yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't know, like if you're closer to me, you're hotter. You know? <laughs> that's funny. The yeah, yeah, closer that's you are, the hotter you become. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. It's also spitting game on an airplane is so funny. Yeah. And I found out well, like when I was in my single days, I found the perfect, and if you guys are single, take this. If she's like next to me, or even if she's not in the middle seat, she's on the aisle seat, I would write in my notes app, like, hey, how are you? And I would, the person, like, excuse me, and I'd just pass her, the, and she'd be like, well, here, here, this is for you. This is for you. And then she'd take it and read it, and then be like, oh, she'd like giggle, whatever. <laughs> and, then, and then she writes back, hands it back to me. And then you have this conversation that's like this weird in person texting. Yeah. It's so like, it's like passing like, notes in sixth grade. <laughs> Son, you dude. hit it on the head, dude. <laughs> you know me? I would hand it over, and she would just clock, lock it and hand it back. <laughs> just like throw it down the head. <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, dude, Michael, thank you so much yeah, for hanging dude, out, awesome. man. This is so fun, guys. Thank you so much for having uh, me. Do you want to just look at the camera and toss out uh, any plugs, dates, upcoming? Um, yeah, man. I'm on uh, I'm on tour a bunch. So just if you want to go uh, get some live tickets, go to BlauComedy.com. That is BlauComedy.com. And uh, it's BlauComedy on all socials as well. So uh, go check it out. And we're going to put all the links to everything in the description. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, dude, I so appreciate it. I'm going to definitely catch your set tonight at the Creek. Please, dude. And, come uh, out. I'll probably see you later. Hell yeah. Love Peace. it. Thanks, cool. guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. I've been your host, Jimmy Clifford, here with my co-host. Greg DePaul. Our producer. JJ. And our illustrious guest. It, uh, Michael Blasen. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Greg.